We thank God for today. Amen. Today, I'm preaching to you a beautiful message. And uh, we are still on a fast. There are some of us, we would rather die than fast. Amen. Oh, amen. There are some believers in the body, when they hear about fasting, they are running away. They are so connected to food. The dependence is dangerous. <laughs> Hallelujah. Today, we want to continue learning some, something, something good. And I know that uh, after this message, some of you will be charged. Tell somebody I'll be charged. That's right. To run after the things of God. Amen. I want us to read two scriptures today and then uh, we, 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 went, we go into the word. Isaiah, the chapter number 40 is a popular scripture. Everybody knows the scripture, the verse number 31. Hallelujah. Isaiah 40, the verse number 31. Isaiah 40, the verse number 31. Hallelujah. So let's read. Isaiah 40, Isaiah 40, the verse number 31. Isaiah 40, the verse number 31, 31, 4031. Sterling, I receive. <laughs> Amen. And I make a too slow. Hallelujah. Okay. Let's read the scripture together. All of us, let's read it together. One, two, three, go. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Uh, this year, we are tackling the Theme, higher heights and deeper depths. I'll come and look at the scripture carefully and preach about it. But today is not the day. Today I want us to look at uh, certain things in this scripture and then be blessed by the word. Hallelujah. I want to show you three things today. I want to show you three things every believer should know about fasting. Hello? I said, I want to show you what three things every believer should know about fasting. Let's read the scripture again. One, two, three, go. But they, sorry, but those. Makai King James, Hallelujah. One, two, three, go. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. If the Bible is yours, I want you to underline the word wait. That is the, that is the principal word for my message today. He said that, but they that waits upon the Lord, those people shall do what? They shall renew their strength. They shall soar on wings. Ian's Vinny said they shall soar on wings. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. When I preach to you about this scripture, you understand this mystery. But uh, today, I want you to just focus on the word wait. 
I said focus on the word what? Wait. Hallelujah. Now, look the chapter number two, the verse number 37. Just as something small. I want to I want to underline something small. Look the chapter number two, the verse number 15. Now, and this woman, now this woman is the prophetess Anna. There was a before Jesus was born in the temple, in the, uh, there was a woman by the name Prophetess Anna. Now the Bible said that, and this woman, because of time, see, I don't want to introduce you to the woman. I just want you to, I just want to read the scripture. And this woman was a widow of about eighty-four years. Say eighty-four. Who told you that when you are about seventy, you don't fast? The Bible said that this woman was a widow of about what eighty-four. Four score years. This widow, Bible said that did not depart from the temple, but served God. Underline the word saved. If the Bible is yours, but served God with what? Night and day. Let's read the scripture again. And this woman was a widow of about 84 years who did not depart from the temple, but they hear me no no. Or say, but she did what? She served God with fastings and prayers. Hallelujah. <clears throat> what I want to tell you today, the first thing I want every believer to know is that one way, listen to me carefully, please listen to me, to serve the Lord. Some of you are asking, when the Bible says to serve the Lord, what does it mean? One way a believer can say that I am serving God it's by fasting. Hallelujah. The Bible said that the woman was what? Serving God in the temple with fastings and what? Prayers night and day. One day I was thinking about this. Why does God delight in people going hungry? It just doesn't make sense. If God wants to do something, if God wants to just bless men. Let him just bless men without people fasting. This thing came into my spirit many years ago. What I'm teaching to you about now. That seven, fasting is not really about getting something from God. Fasting is serving God. Do you follow? Now, are we learning something already? It is not really about getting something from God. It is about serving God. So the Bible said that the woman, 84 years, Stayed in the temple, never departed. Served God with fastings and prayer. You see, when we are fasting and we go hungry and our bodies are in pain and those things, God, he doesn't delight in those things. Principally, what he delights is in the fact that you put him above the needs of your body. Now, do you understand that? What impresses God about your fast? Is the fact that you believe that he's much more important than what this body is demanding for. That is why fasting is good. It is an act of serving God. Now let's come back to Isaiah 40, 31. Look at what the Bible says. Today some of you will be blessed by the word. He said that they that wait. They that what? When somebody is fasting, you see that the person is going for waiting. That's right. He said that they that wait. that wait. Now, listen to me carefully. Please follow me. The word wait actually means to wait. Somebody is going and you are waiting for him. Now, all of us, when we visit a restaurant, how many of you have visited a restaurant before? 
That's right. <laughs> Kevin, if you're global, now global, share Kevin. Hey! They have been doing deep things, so. The way we question, so hey! Hallelujah. When you go to your fufu joint, Hallelujah. Now listen to me carefully. You will be blessed by the way. How many of you believe you will be blessed by the way today? That's right. I know in my heart that you will be blessed. When you go to the place where you go and eat, like the restaurant or your fufu joint, now what happens is that there is somebody that is usually dressed with an apron in front of him. What do you call that person? Oh, please. What do you call that person? Your waiter. Anamebwa. Hello? Please listen to me. What do you call him? Your waiter. Now, what is the purpose of that waiter? He is simply around to serve anybody that comes around. Is that not true? Hello? The waiter's purpose is to serve the customer when he comes around. So, you see, the wait in Isaiah 40.31 is more like a, somebody that goes to wait to serve rather than somebody that's going just stays there. At the same time, will be a different from the, the, the function of the waiter. The waiter at the restaurant is simply ready to serve anybody that comes to sit around. So when we go to wait upon the Lord, we are not just going to wait for him to speak. We are going to serve him. So they that wait upon the Lord, they are not going to just sit down and wait. They are going to actually minister to the Lord. They are going to serve him. Now do you understand this mystery? So that listen to me, when a man decides to fast, what he is telling God is that God sit on the table. I am your waiter. I am ready to do whatever you ask of my life. One of the ways a person can communicate to God his readiness to proceed on divine agenda is when the man engages fasting. Fasting is one of the easiest ways to tell God that God I'm ready. Like the waiter. Whenever he steps into the workplace that day, he's ready. He's ready to what? To serve you. Fasting is like that mystery. When you get up and you say, I am fasting, you are like the waiter at the restaurant. What you are doing is that you are ready. You see, when the waiter is sitting there, ready to serve. So they that wait upon the Lord, they that serve, they that fast. Fasting is a way somebody goes to God and says, Father, I am prepared. Father, just say whatever you want to say and I'll do. I am here to say, have you, have, you, have, you, have you realized that no matter who a person is, the moment the person begins to start fasting and praying, and praying plenty, that person automatically begins to be used by God. Have you noticed that? Let that person start fasting seriously. Engaging serious for 7 days, 21 days. By the time you realize after that 3, 4, 5 months, two months already starting so you suicide panel. Your friend saw your prophet. Your friend saw you be a there is a way your fasting communicates to God that you are ready to save. If you if if you see when you fast, you see you are saying to God that God, Uti way, me na me waiter. In this opposite, sumami. Just order me around and I am willing to do. So when somebody decides to engage fasting, what that person is doing is that he's telling God of his readiness to be used by God. This is the reason why anybody God has called, that man must engage fasting. Are we learning something already? Hello? That's right. You don't need to have any special gift. I'm telling you as a church. 
Can you can somebody who just climb but that six months to credit about show your default. Sometimes you need to and some, some of them are true. Whether you like it or not, God has started using the person because by fasting you are waiting on him. By fasting, you are saying that I want to be your servant. Just like a waiter does in the restaurant, fasting presents a man to God as a ready vessel. That is why Isaiah said that they that wait upon the Lord, those are the guys that shall mount up with wings. It is not them that are called. Hear this. It is not them that are called that God is going to use. I have seen many people God called and they have neglected the calling. It is not them that God is going to call, that God is going to use. It is them that are going to wait. What is the mystery about waiting? Fasting. What is one way to wait upon the Lord? It's what? It's fasting. Is somebody understanding me? You are here, you desire higher levels. I know God has called me. If you are not ready to wait on him, forget about it. If you are not ready to serve him, he called you to come and save. And one of the ways a man will serve God is to engage the mystery of fasting. He said the prophetess was in the church fasting day and night and serving the Lord. He said serving the Lord with fastings. So you see, if you are not ready to fast, you are not ready to be sent by God. You are not ready to be, you are saying that God, I know you have called me, but this is a difficult thing. But the moment a man engages fasting, what you are saying to God, what you are saying to God is that God send me, I'll go. Is somebody understanding me? If you have any call of any sort upon your life, without fasting, God cannot use you. God is not a fool to just, 40 days, Elijah, Jesus himself, when God called Paul, the very day he called him from that day until somehow, the Bible said he blinded him for three days, no food, no water. For 14 years after, the Bible said in the church of Antioch, they were praying and serving, ministering to the Lord in fastings and prayer. Acts chapter 13, I think the verse number 2. Before Paul was sent to ever preach a single word in the church of Antioch, for many years, they were ministering to the Lord in, in fastings and in prayer. If you are here and you think, is that not? And they ministered to the Lord and fasted. The Holy Ghost said, now separate unto me Paul and Barnabas. This was after God, Jesus had met him. Hello? Do you remember now Paul or Kone Yesu Christo Shiano? No, Catherine said, Paul, why persecuted thou me? He said, who are you? What would thou have me do? The two questions Paul asked Jesus. He said, and Jesus gave him instructions, blah, blah, blah. He went to Ananias. Ananias prayed for him. After all this season, 14 years down the line, he was still at the church of Antioch fasting. It was at this time that God brought the command, separate unto me, Paul and Barnabas, for the work I have given them. If you are not ready to fast, never expect any assignment. If you are not ready to fast in the kingdom, never expect any assignment. Because assignment will be delivered to them that are ready to serve. Is somebody understanding me? Oh, I'm not preaching a message you like. Amen. Is somebody hearing my message? Shout, I hear you. That's right. You are not greater than Jesus. So if he fasted for 40 days, you are going to fast. Tell somebody you are going to fast. I didn't hear you. Tell somebody you are going to fast. Hallelujah. <laughs> if there is an assignment on your life, let me share a mystery with you. Take your time and follow me. In the ancient times, the reason why an Oko restaurant, let me explain something to you. 
When there was a great house, Ubi Ohono was I call it a great house. What happened was that they were separated servants. Servants, what they did was that when a great guest visited the house, they would just assign that guest, sorry, that servant to that guest. The servant guest now. That servant doesn't do anything again. All he's doing is that baby a papa when they assign the servant to the guest, then we say that that servant now becomes a waiter to the guest that has come to the house, to that great house. So the entire purpose of that servant for that season, a guest in woman is to fix their eyes upon the guest. He doesn't have to talk. They will easily know and then attend to them. Shout, I hear you. Now, what the mystery of fasting does is that it makes you a waiter. It makes you fix your focus on God. There is nothing God is doing that the man that is fasting will not know. But God is sitting at the table. You are like the waiter at the corner in the great house. Your eyes is firmly fixed on him. So if God is moving this way, you can see. If God is going this way, you can see. If God demands somebody to send, he will see you and you shall notice. There is no sign. God. If God coughs, you will see because your eyes are firmly fixed on him. That is the mystery of waiting. That is why in the old King James, they say they that wait. Because they know what it means to wait upon somebody. You sit still and your eyes are gazed on him. There is nothing he's doing you will not see. Is somebody understanding me? Fasting is that mystery. When a man engages this thing, there is nothing God is doing and that man will not see. You are, your eyes are firmly fixed on him. I wrote down and I said that prayer is what moves God. Fasting is what positions us to receive what God is doing. There are many people we are good at asking the great man to do something for us. But we are not good at receiving it when he is ready to deliver it. They are two, they are two different things. I actually said, yeah, look at my young daughter. So, be now we catch her and say, "Oh, me kotamawa." Sad time, no. Ubon se ne refi mi ne refi ni mami. Everybody that she loves, she will forget. Ubon so kita uban zemza. Ana me boa. Madam Tipo kasi. Oh, I'm going to buy a drink for you. Even if I go and pick her, she will cry. Why? Because she has heard a promise. Because she has heard what a promise something has been delivered into her spirit into her no energy she will hold on to many believers don't understand this mystery one of the ways you fix your eyes on God and say God what you have promised I want is by waiting upon him you are saying that when I fast my eyes is fixed on you there is nothing you are doing there is no way you are going that I will not see I am persistently after you into that person will never be denied is somebody understanding this Shout, I hear you. Come on, I said, shout, I hear you. So you see the, the way the young lady will behave. Her eyes are fixed. That is what waiting does. It fixes your gaze upon the almighty. So prayer is the guy that will make the demand. Waiting is the guy that will fix your focus. But what you say? Waiting is the guy that will hold. It will fix your focus upon God so that you never miss anything he's doing. Tell somebody I'll wait on him. Tell somebody I'll fast my life out. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen and amen. Come on, I said amen and amen. 
There are many of us, we wait until crisis before we start fasting. Is it not true? True. But fasting is serving the Lord. I'm not saying that is bad though. It's a good. In fact, anybody that understands that fasting is an antidote is somebody that needs to be respected. So I'm not saying that that thing is a bad habit. But I'm saying that the purpose of fasting is for seven. That's right. Don't wait until crisis before you start fasting. Let purpose drive you to fast. Let what? Purpose drive you to fast. Many years ago, I heard a story. Listen to me. There was a man that wanted to commit suicide. In the United States, he went to stand upon a bridge, a very tall bridge. You know, this idea is a free bridge, you know, so Edni Tiabe, she one of the stones. Are you following? Now, so when he was standing there and he was just about to throw himself and contemplating, the young girl be a free baby to show my young girl or drowning. So the man just ran from where he was standing. The man could swim. So he entered the water and picked this young girl and saved the young girl. Everybody came around and, and, and they, start, they started congratulating the man. Hey, God sent you here for an agenda. God sent you for your purpose. He said, I didn't come here to save the girl. I came to die. Now, are you understanding me? But listen to me. The man didn't know his purpose. That is why he wanted to die. But when he found purpose at that place, he ignored death and decided to chase purpose. That is what fasting does. You see, you don't have to wait. For crisis to fast. When you fast, you discover purpose. Because the moment you allow crisis to set in, if you don't take care, what you engage is suicide and not fasting. When the man found something to do, he discovered that his purpose was not to die, but to save lives. Are we learning something already? Shout I hear you. Fasting is this mystery that will introduce you to purpose. Some of you, you uh, crisis hammer. We don't know how to fast. Seven, tell somebody serving the Lord. I didn't hear you. I said, tell somebody fasting is serving the Lord. Say, I'll serve the Lord with fastings. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Is somebody blessed already? Number two, fasting is feasting. Number one, I said fasting is serving the Lord. Number two, I said fasting is what? Is feasting. Is somebody learning something? Are you sure you are learning something? That's right. Fasting is what? See, people don't like this, my message. Yo. So what are you saying? Hmm. I'm teaching you the mysteries of the kingdom. Fasting is feasting. <laughs> can, I, can I enter into the mystery? Now listen to me. How many of you have fasted before? You know fasting is very difficult. Is it not difficult? fasting legend. If it was so easy, a fasting legend. It is not, it is not easy. Anamibwa. Now, let me show you something. Anytime, global, you are fasting and your body begins to do logolegi, logolegi, and you are feeling hunger pains and your body is bones and I need to brew and I'll pass off it. All these things. You know, God is using it as a pointer to us. He's telling us every day that passes without you feeding your spirit, this is how it feels. 
Look at this. You see, when you didn't feed your body for one day, for two days, for three days, look at the way you are looking. You are lean. You are vomiting. You are crying. You are having hunger pains. You have gone for one week and your spirit has not been fed. Do you know how it looks like? God is saying, and have you forgotten that the real you is your spirit? And for one month, not a single food has entered your spirit. Fasting is a pointer. God is pointing to you. This is how your spirit man is feeling. It is agitated. It is dying. Anything that gets to physically. Sometimes you have malaria, it will never show. Start fasting. You see that the malaria. Because the body is not. That is how many of us are spirits are like. Your spirit man is too weak. Anything can easily attack it. But it is a pointer. Anytime you are fasting and you feel weak in the body, this is the way your spirit man feels. I hope you know that your real, your, the, the real you is your spirit. This is how it feels on consistent, consistently. This is how it feels. It is weak. It is desperate. It is having issues, headaches. This is how your spirit is like. Now, are we learning something already? Let me show you something about the mystery of fasting. Fasting is not about denying the flesh. It is more about feeding your spirit. <laughs> Follow me. There are many people when they fast, they think that the purpose of the fast is so they could deny their flesh. No! The purpose of the fast is so you can feed your spirit. Please listen to me. This is an important message. You. And that's why I make an Please take your time, you understand me. Hello? Hello? Se nipa kwa konchi ni mwa. A konchi ni hon faswono. Enye ni se nipa ni nidiyo. Na obodi ni bro. Enye no na ema konchi ni dimu. A konchi ni dema ni dimu no. Enye se, listen, it is not about ye nidi. It is about ye ma ye hon hume duyane. Pachote ase. Enye u ni pe duyana wo chile ne komno ne hon hiya. It is a spiritually and fasting fast There are many people that fast like that. Man tali mazuzi. There are many people that don't understand this mystery. If we deny this flesh and fail to feed our spirit, you lose you on double front. What we are doing is useless. It is about feeding your spirit and not denying the flesh. Now, are we learning something already? Shout, I hear you. That is, that is the entire mystery. When your physical body is fasting, your spiritual body is feasting. That is why I call fasting is feasting. So that if you deny yourself and fail to feed your spirit, double loss. Now, are we learning something already? Shout, I hear you. Oh, come on. I said, shout, I hear you. Now, look at what the Bible said in Deuteronomy 8.3. The Bible said that Jesus made the Israelites in the wilderness. He made them go hungry. Why? So he could feed them. I love this mystery. But they failed to understand the, 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 the reasoning behind what God did. Or say, look at, let's see. He said that he humbled you, allowed you to hunger and fed you with manna, which you did not know. Look at this. The reason why he made them, he said that he allowed them to what? Oh, please, please, please. Are you following me? It is, it is, it is, he said that he humbled you and allowed you to what? But he allowed you to hunger. He wanted them to be physically hungry so that he could feed them spiritually. 
But what you said, that is the whole essence of the mystery. That is the whole essence. It is when they failed to understand this mystery, they started complaining. That is why he, he went on to quote that man shall not live by bread alone, but by everywhere that proceeds from the mouth. So he said that as I fail to feed my flesh, my spirit man is feasting. But what I say, so he humbled you, allowed you to hunger, and fed you with manna, which you did not know, nor did your fathers know, that he might make you know that man shall not live by bread alone, but by everywhere that proceeds out of the mouth of God. So the hunger was so you could be fed. To be fed not with the food you know, but the food you did not know. But what I say, he made you hungry physically so that you'll be fed, not with what you want to eat. They were complaining, we want onion, we want garlic, we want meat, okay. But when they were complaining, he didn't feed them with the food they wanted to eat. He gave them the food they did not want. The food, it was food for the spirit. The Bible said, as a result, for 40 years, not one of them had their food stolen. So without sandals, infection. It is spiritual food, able to contain the physical body. He allowed them to hunger so that he could feed them. So when we go hungry in the flesh and fail to feed our spirit when we are fasting, we are in trouble. So anytime I'm fasting and it gets to the time I will usually eat, I'll consume the word. He said, man shall not live by bread, but by what? By every word that proceeds. So I hold on to the promise of God and I feed on it. What is God saying at this point in time? As my body is wailing, my spirit is crying for food. So I look for a word in the word of God and I feed my spirit with that word. Is somebody understand me? If you can do breakfast, I know I can. This time we do what you go for the word. Do what? Go. Tell somebody enough of the word. That's right. Are we learning something already? Is somebody blessed by the word already? Shout, I hear you. When you get up in the morning, by this time, when you remember what you would be eating around that time, say, hey, man shall not live by bread alone. Let me go for the other mystery. Let me feed my spirit. And yes, sir. Double profit. Don't lose. When I'm fasting, one of the things I'm conscious of is not lose. Hey, maybe I come on and me in the flesh and never feed my spirit. So even if it's about, listen, so consistently through the day, I set my mind. I set my mind. I set my mind so that I'll not lose. Consistently meditating. Consistently looking for a word in my spirit. Consistently reminding myself. Sometimes I, I, I can be standing there and teaching. And all of a sudden I'll just stop. And I open the word. Through my voice. What, what, what is the word? Consistently trying to feast on something inside my spirit. So that I don't lose. Many of you will lose too much. But what you say? Fasting is feasting. Tell somebody fasting is feasting. Say when you are hungry. Feed on the word. I didn't say when you are hungry, feed on the word. Some people say, Ah, you don't know what you are talking about. It is, let me tell you, anytime I realize that my fountain of revelation is going low, that is when I fast. Give me time to fast for a day. I sit behind my word, the mystery is unveiled. <laughs> Hallelujah. Don't deceive yourself. Hey, that is when eternal mysteries are unveiled unto you. 
Are we learning something already? So in the Bible, the Bible said when Jesus fasted and he was hungry on top of the mountain, the Bible said that the devil came there and said, if you are the son of God, turn this stone into bread. He said, you are joking. Do you think I am fasting so that I can feed my flesh? I am fasting to feed my spirit. So he said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by everywhere that proceeded. In other words, I'm not fasting to feed my flesh. I am fasting to feed my spirit. Can you see that? Told that we were fool. You think I'm like Adam. Where you came to disarm him, deceive him, misrepresent God, and stole his blessing. I'm not like that. I understand. Adam failed to understand that God denied him fast except fast from this particular fruit. This, this fruit of knowledge, the, the tree of knowledge of good and evil, it's something you need to fast from. But what I say, never ever eat it. Never ever eat it. Adam came and disarmed. Sorry, the devil came and disarmed Adam. He said, No, 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 you shouldn't be fasting. You are the son of God. Is it not the same temptation you brought Jesus? If you are the son, if you are the son, turn this stone. He told Adam, You are the son. What that what that who crowd didn't say? Would you Adam not say? Yes, it means we said son of God. So if you are the son, then you should enjoy everything your father has. God said, hey, son, this one you should fast from. Adam said, I want to eat it. Adam could have just concentrated on feasting on what God has given him. Inside that tree, not only was there the tree of knowledge of good and evil, there was also the tree of life. Adam could have just consumed the tree of life to persistently be relevant to God. He chose to focus on what he was, what, what he was told to fast from. That is what many of us do. Instead of continuing engaging the word and feeding on the word, we continue to engage in things that don't matter. Are we learning something already? Imagine if Adam never tasted that fruit and saw the tree of life. Now think about it. Knowledge of evil, what are you using it for? Hello? Think about this. Knowledge of evil, what are you using it for? Let me share a mystery with you. Until the devil disarms you, he cannot defeat you. Madam Tipo, and I said, let me use a young girl. And any young lady over here, in a fighter, there is no way Madam Tipo will win the fight. But give Madam Tipo a gun, the macho man will be cautious. The only way the macho man can press his advantage is he will have to first disarm her before he will be able to beat her. Once she is still holding the gun, it doesn't matter how weak she is, she has the advantage. Many of you don't understand this mystery. Once the devil has not successfully disarmed you, he cannot defeat you. That is why we hold on to the promises of God. Oh, man, we are. I said, some people receive the word, the devil comes to take it away. If you allow him to steal the word in your spirit, that is when he can defeat you. But Ugusukita, he said, he's afraid. He's what? Are you sleeping? Are you enjoying the word? That's right. Fast from this fruit, Adam said, I'll eat it. Tell somebody, fasting is feasting. Say, I'll feast on the word. Come on, I didn't hear. Say, I'll feast on the word. That's right. So when you are fasting, Paul said something. Allow the way Paul put it. He said that for our light affliction. Say, our light affliction. Our light affliction. Say, for this cause, we lose not, we lose not heart. For our light affliction. He started to say, though our outward man perished. I think 2 Corinthians, the chapter number 4. He said that though our outward, the verse number 16, I think. He said, though our outward man perished, but our inner man, it is what? Renewed 
day by day. He said that for our light affliction, which is but for the moment, worked for us a far more exceedingly great weight of glory, so that our our gaze, the years we say our gaze, our focus, is not the things, it's not on things which are seen, which are temporal, but on things which are not seen, which is eternal. I pray for grace for you in the name of Jesus. He said that, look at this, go back to the verse number 16, go back to the verse number 16. He said that, therefore we do not lose that even though our outward man is perishing, yet our inner man, say my inner man. That's right. So you fast and you begin to look lanky. And you fast for some days, you realize that every talking of they will decompose, they will start coming through your mouth. He said, But our outward man perished. But our inner man, say my inner man. That's right. It is renewed day by day. He said that for our light affliction, what we are going through is light compared to the exceeding reward of glory that shall be deposited in our lives. For our light affliction. The things fastings will fight in your life. If you knew, you will start engaging them quickly. So for our light affliction, it's worked for us. A far greater and exceeding weight of glory. So therefore, we fix not our eyes on the things which are seen. Those things are all temporal. But we fix our eyes on the things which are not seen. And those things are eternal. Are we learning something already? Don't eat away your future. Tell someone, don't eat away your future. Some people are not here. Tell somebody, don't eat away your future. I've not even finished my message. Tell somebody, don't eat away your future. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Many years ago, Billy Graham said something. Is it Billy Graham? I think so. You know, Jesus taught on something. Three things crucial. He said, when you pray, when you fast, when you give, the reason why prophets resist, hallelujah, I will explain to you, even though we have corrected the practice, but it's a, it's a true practice. Hello, hello, I'll show you. Even though the practice is corrupted, but it's a true practice. Amen and amen. That's right. He said, when you pray, when you fast, when you give, number three, when you give, when you pray, when you fast, when you give, Important mysteries. So, I, I, I don't know. I think Billy Graham, he said that prayer will fight pride. <laughs> fasting. Fasting will fight lust. And giving will fight greed. I have never seen a giver who is greedy. If you are a giver, you can never be greedy. If you are a man of prayer, the essence through prayer, the essence of true prayer is to make a man humble. Just like fasting. You know, next week, I'll come and show you the other side of fasting. You enjoy that one too. Hallelujah. That's right. I'll come and show you some, some insights into the power that comes with this one. So he said that when you look at this, when you look at this three words, sin, Lucifer, Pride. In the middle word, AI. That means that self is in control. Are we together? That Billy Graham said that many years ago. Are we together? Are we learning something? Shout, I hear you. Don't allow anything to take away your blessing. Tell somebody fast. Tell somebody fast. There are multiple doors are waiting for you. Next week, I'll come and show you 
some other things. You understand certain things. You know the power that comes with fasting. Don't allow pride to take you away. Amen. Oh, amen. How many of you will try to fast? At least try to fast. Please, you will not die. And sometimes I wonder. What do you want? What do you want to see before you start fasting? Yeah? You want to die before. In the grave, you tell God fasting. Hello. If 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 you understand. Oh dear, yeah. Next week I'll go there. Anytime I have fasted, I have ministered to the Lord. The Lord has ministered to me. Do you remember that when Jesus fasted, the Bible said angels came to strengthen him. They came to minister to him. And I'm what? Did you not see that in the Bible? That angels came to what? Minister to him. You have not seen anything yet. So when you have season with engage Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. We are here consistently praying. Hallelujah. Let's give out to the outward man and let it work for us something powerful. I believe in it too. I what? I believe in it. There are destinies that have been altered by fasting. Destinies that have been altered. God only next week I'll go into that mystery. Hallelujah. How many of you will fast? Let me see your hand. If you fast, let me see your hand. God bless you. God bless you. Listen, understand this. One day you will thank me and say, man of God, God bless you for leading me to fast. One day. And I'm telling you, all the men of God, the eyes here, they are conscious harmony. One day. Many years ago, I received of my miss here. Many years ago, a man of God came to visit us, prayed for me, and we say, you fast. You do what? The fasting was not because I was weaker. It was because I needed to get stronger. Hallelujah. I stayed in somebody in a room for one year. He said, man, I'm going. See, you can, he, they can be your friend, but they will still be afraid of you. When you commit yourself to certain things. Hallelujah. The kind of things you exude. There is not anything in the spirit that scares you. They will stop trying you. I'm telling you, after fasting for a season, they will stop. You see, there are certain things that don't happen to me. I, I, I am sure it is because of the many seasons the Lord caused me to wait on him. Patriot, say. And you people who are in Sibio, and see, and you normal, mommy, and to be simple, Mekaya, maybe 2007, was the last time certain things will happen. This one is, is common with men. Me, it will never happen. It won't. Don't exchange your destiny for food. Food is nice, but the comfort is dangerous. The comfort is what? Dangerous. Dangerous. Be a man in charge of your life. Be a man in charge of your life. There are many of you, it is belly, your belly that controls you. I told you of the sins of Sodom. He said that glutony, you are overfed. That is why you cannot please God. You think you can serve God with a full stomach? Hallelujah. <laughs> Put your hands together for the Lord Jesus. Is somebody blessed by the way? Oh, I said, is somebody blessed by the way? When you go home today, he said, God, let me start. We will start from somewhere. Start from somewhere. Why? I want you to grow. I want you to come alive. Huh? Your spirit man, come alive. 
obi mfa o destiny nkodani obi de mpa chote ase obi enkoyi u be mfri wiem hello oh hello hmm nkotrene mponchimpu obi anye oma wonso omo wude bia benno maduro wo wiase nyina na o me piepite se akola ne hwene pon hello listen to me don't joke with your life don't joke with you are a man who jira ho so pounce everybody sees you they dishonor you not because you have done anything and you think that everything is well engage fasting there is something wrong with you engage it change things yami adman next week ebe kom amen and amen yes alter things tell somebody alter things change things that's right i'll show you i'll show you certain mysteries how a man can enter into divine timing through fasting there are many of you we are either too fast or too slow <laughs> a radish shower the bonsai bonsai we are from